Hello and welcome to WordPress Marketing Podcast, the podcast which teaches you how to reach the top of the WordPress business ladder from those who have already climbed it. I'm Joe Lobo and I'm very excited about today's guest, WordPress marketing expert and plugin creator Vito Pelek. Vito has just launched his new plugin WP Feedback, which allows clients to provide feedback and requests directly on their own website. I spoke to Vito about how he's using WordCamps and WordPress meetups to promote his plugin. We discussed how to prepare for a WordCamp, how to get noticed when you're there, how to maintain contact with people you meet after WordCamp, and much more. So here I am with entrepreneur, WordPress plugin creator, rockstar, and one of the stars of the recent WordCamp Europe, Vito Pelle. Vito, thanks for joining us here on WordPress Marketing. Uh, it's my pleasure, Joe. So um, obviously you've done a lot of things in your time, but I think the one that intrigued people is, is rock star. Like how, <laughs> how, what was that like, being a rock star? Right. Uh, so uh, actually it's very much similar to launching a product, uh, surprisingly. Uh, being in a band, it gets you kind of prepared for business, even if you don't want to, uh, because uh, basically no one cares about music. That's the essence of it. Uh, so you got to force it people's down people's uh, roads to some degree um, just to get known and be noticed above the rest and we had a pretty interesting journey when it comes to to the music uh, that we we're doing because we we're doing like a hard rock kind of genre which is very very niche especially uh, where I'm from originally in Tel Aviv no one really knows what's going on when it comes to rock and rock music so uh, you have to really battle your way up the ladder if you will and uh, yeah it's very much like uh, being in business that was going to be my next question how did it prepare you for the world of marketing and launching your own products so we launched stuff all the time so uh, even back then we launched uh, six albums and every album you do like proper launch you need to find their audience and uh, identify the marketing streams and uh, how are you going to get this in the hands of people how do projections of sales to see what budgets you can allocate exactly the same uh, processes that you do um, with uh, launching a proper product and did you ever imagine that you'd be going for from the back of the van, touring for gigs to launching your own plugin on WordPress? Uh, not at all. I think that this was kind of a transition that happened uh, naturally for me. Like, uh, look back just a, just a little bit. We were kind of doing well. At least it looks like this from the outside because within a couple of years, we've gone from just a handful of people in the crowd, like 10, 12 people, including the supporting bands, uh, to playing in front of thousands of people every show and releasing two albums worldwide and playing with uh, artists that uh, just a few years before that we were listening to and, uh, you know, and admiring. Uh, so uh, it, from the outside, it seems like these guys made it, you know. Uh, but we were still dead broke, uh, sitting in that van and uh, trying to see, uh, get some income just to can sponsor the next thing or pay, basically pay rent for the next month for the house that we weren't using here in London. And so, uh, so that's when I started building websites. And a lot of the stuff that I did with the band helped me score the first few clients. This was, these were my case studies. One of the things you mentioned is the community in WordPress. I agree. It's incredible how everyone's together, helping each other out and there's always someone for whatever job you need, whether it's web design, web developments, or anything else. In particular, I think you see this at WordCamp Europe, which obviously you were at recently. Uh, so one thing I was wondering is, because of course you were very active there, how did you approach promoting WP Feedback? So I, I came prepared. Uh, so first of all, I looked at the entire list and there were 3,300 people on the attendance list. And I literally went through each one of them to their Twitter profiles uh, to see who they are, in, if they're 
there's there are people that uh, I would want to get in touch with as a potential partner or something like that. And I made a list, a massive list of people that I want to find at the event. So that was a pretty daunting process to go through all of these people, but it was super worth it in terms of uh, the connections that I've done there. And, um, you know, because you see 3,000 people, how are you going to recognize that this guy is from GoDaddy and this guy is from uh, Elemental and this guy is from there, you know? You wouldn't. Uh, so uh, by being prepared, I kind of uh, allowed myself to to leverage a lot more than uh, most people, I would imagine, uh, managed to achieve in these three days. Did that, you email yeah. them beforehand? Uh, you know, emailing people like this before, it doesn't really work. These people are, are have their own thing, you know? And I know because I'm running my own business that 90% of the communications that are coming to me are being blocked either by my uh, my team or by myself you know I don't want to be talked to you know I just want to talk to people myself but when someone is is there and they're smiling at you and you know you get to shake their hand and tell them how you were affected by their product or how you kind of uh, find that kind of connection to spark a conversation it's a completely different ball game and this is one of the biggest reason why everyone that is listening to this podcast need to go to WordCamps and to any WordCamp that they can go into. I'm actually already booked for, for the US one and I'm going to go to Brighton as well. And there's one happening in Tel Aviv as well in September that I'm going to go visit. Uh, so I'm already scheduled until uh, November from now on multiple uh, events like this. And even though I think that most of the people that I actually wanted to reach out to within our ecosystem already were at WordCamp Europe, you can never stop enhancing that relationship, you know. Now I'm back and I'm going to do the follow-ups. The some will stick, some will just, uh, you know, keep ignoring or uh, wouldn't find the time to do it. But then you see them again. That's when you enhance that relationship even further. Uh, I think that's something that we've done really well. As a band, it was a, th a thing that we employed a lot. So, for example... Uh, we went to Download Festival, right? You know, in the UK. Uh, yeah, so, I'm familiar um, with it, yes. So it's like a massive, massive rock festival uh, in yeah. uh, Donington. For, very, for, for big fans of heavy metal in particular, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So yeah. you have the likes of like Black Sabbath playing and uh, and uh, Soundgarden and all this kind of stuff. Then uh, and you have 100,000 people going there or about 80,000 people. So, and these were all our target audience. So we figured like, what can we do? Not to spam them because that's the biggest mistake that most people do with this kind of stuff you know they go out with flyers and they just do like you know, just fly push out flyers everywhere and, and uh, just shout their name out you know uh so we try to look at this from a different angle what can we give or what can we do for the for the audience that they will appreciate so what we did is actually have it here uh, we did like bandanas that we gave away with our with the band logo and we did about a thousand of these things and uh, we gave even as people were standing waiting to go into the event we just gave out these bandanas that everyone wanted and by for for the rest of the festival everyone was walking around with the bands ba with uh, chase the aces bandanas and uh and it was a huge boost for us uh, uh, after the event and we could see it in the statistics you know look at the google analytics you can see uh how many people visited just to this kind of campaign thing and so even now i took the same approach i didn't Did want to give your own uh, bandana to the uh, word cab attendees as well bandana wouldn't really work for this audience maybe it would because 
because there was a the after party was like an 80s party but uh, my idea was um you know we love data you know like we're all geeks of these things and as part of my beta uh, for my product i actually surveyed uh, 587 uh, wordpress professionals freelancers and agencies to see how they run their own business so that was really valuable information first of all for me as i was building this product to see if anyone actually cares about this thing uh but the results were so interesting that uh, i ended up wrapping it up in like a report uh and i printed out like a 24 page booklet with uh with like some graphs and uh insights of what i think about these different things you know all kinds of questions that as a business owner i'm interested in myself you know because it can help you create benchmarks for your own business and so i printed these out and uh it, it wasn't about uh, you know shouting wp feedback wp feedback it was about providing value to the community with something that they can appreciate uh, and they can actually not just look at it and toss away but keep it for themselves and look at it again and again and take it home with them and so that was incredible there you know so i was doing my hustle you know giving this to some of the people uh, outside of the hotel there and doing my like 15 second pitch of uh, you know we did this beta and blah 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 as i was doing this this guy tapped my shoulder and he was like uh, did you do this one did you do this report and you know I, I was kind of worried for a second i didn't know where this was going but uh, i told him uh, yes uh, yeah i uh, i'm giving this out to the community and he started saying thank you i was trying to get my boss to move to another uh, page builder for two years now and uh and he just thought that i'm the one just shouting 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 but now you gave me numbers to prove to him that this is the right thing and i showed it to him and he told me let's do it so thank you you're gonna change the next the rest of my year I think that was the kind of like the best testimonial, especially as I was giving this to people and they were like, oh, let's see what this is about, you know? <laughs> so uh, yeah, as long as you provide value to people, I think that's a lot more important than just shouting. So for people at home who are thinking about going to their next WordCamp and trying to work out the best strategy, I kind of want to get your checklist of the things to do yes. beforehand, things to do when they're there and things to do, to do after. So beforehand, you said you researched to 3,000 or so um, attendees there. I mean, roughly how many did you identify as ones that you wanted to connect with? Approximately 40 people. How did you decide that they were the ones that you wanted to get in touch with? I tried to hypothesize partnerships ideas. So how can we integrate our forces or do they share the same target audience as me? I could give you an example of a very nice person that I met over there that is not on the list. You know, Matt from GiveWP. He has like a plugin for charities uh, to do a charity donation form. And his target audience are nonprofits and charities around the world. Obviously, that's not my target audience. So that's why I kind of kept him out of the list, even though it was really nice to meet them. Uh, on the other end, uh, people like Amir uh, were pretty close to the top of the list of people that I wanted to talk to. This is Amir Help, who's yes. uh, founder of WPML and Toolsets um, and on-the-go systems, correct? Exactly. Yes. And so, so first of all, we're both from Israel originally, so that was kind of uh, an instant connection for me. Figured that that would be a good kind of place to start. But more than that, I value what he's doing. And I think that we're sharing the same values for the business in terms of quality support, in terms of uh, uh, creating innovative products rather than just something that uh, is already out there. So WPML 
you know, there are some other tools out there, but WPML is the tool, is the go-to tool, you know, when, when you're thinking about multilingual website. People that buy toolset are not the average people from, you know, are not like DIYers, uh, if you will. You know, they're not people that are just building their own website. These are proper professionals because they need to handle complex systems. And these are the people that I'm looking for as well. So that was a natural fit uh, from that sense. So you just need to find that bridge. If there is a bridge, there is a potential for, for discussion. And then once you have your, let's say, your list of 40, did you say to yourself, right, at this at WordCamp Europe, I'm going to make sure I speak to every single one of them? And you didn't contact them, contact them before, you just tried to make sure you met them in person while you were there? Yes. The best way even there is being introduced by others. Whenever I made like a proper connection, I tried to leverage that as a way to make the next connection. You know, so can you introduce me to this guy? Do you know him? You know, that kind of thing. And uh, well, you got to have, you know, uh, I don't know if it's something that anyone can do. You got to have that charisma and you got to have that drive in you and, and a solid passion for what you do or else you're just going to fade into the background with so many people in there. So you want to make sure that you're coming at it like with confidence and, and you know what you're after and you, you're just doing it because uh, you know that it's going to benefit both of you, not just yourself. This might be a stupid question, but what do you actually talk about when you meet these people? Do you make some small talk and then say, by the way, here's my plugin WP feedback. I think it works well. Or do you find a more roundabout way? Or is it simply a case of giving a business card or trying to keep in touch with them after? So the way that I went about it is I never even mentioned my product. As you start the conversation, it will get there. You know, if it's a good conversation, they will ask you about your product. And that's the best thing you can do, because then you can go into your pitch and even do like a, even a little demo that I did sometimes there. One of the coolest thing is that because I was, um, I've been on a kind of a press tour past a month or so. So I've been on many podcasts that others have seen me on there. That really helped kind of break the ice from that sense. And, uh, uh, oh yeah, I saw that you did this podcast with this guy. I was just there last week, you know, and oh, you know, you just find that connection. Uh, or if you're a client, it doesn't get stronger than this, you know, being in the in the WordPress uh, business for uh, the, the first WordPress website I've built was 10 years ago. So I've seen the evolution happening over the years and the shifts in the market, you know, through my agency, you know, we're buying a lot of plugins. That's, that's the natural of the business. Uh, as you build more and more websites, it, it, it really helped kind of uh, solidify that connection. More than that, I had the survey that I did that literally po pointed out a few of the key players for me. Uh, the people told me who they're using, you know. So we had like about a forty percent using Elementor or something. Yeah, forty point two percent using Elementor uh, of the survey. Then we had some people with a nice chunk with Beaver Builder and so on. So I started with this and I went around to these founders, showing them the statistics of what we found. And they found it really valuable from the, their own kind of uh, purposes. It's not about us and it's not about me, you know. That will happen if I make the connection, looking at the other side and really seeing them, you know, not just uh, not shouting your name. I think that, and you know, in, in the music world, it's so obvious, you know, you have this age, you've probably been there like 10 years ago or something, where you got all of these messages uh, on Facebook of people like my page, like my page, you gotta like my page, you gotta like my page. 
who the hell are you? Why am I going to like your page? You know, let's start a conversation. You know, uh, if I want, I will like your page. So just going out and shouting, like my page, see my product, check what, check this out, do this. That doesn't work. It just creates antagonism. But if you create relationships, they want to join you as long as you can provide value to them and their lives. You mentioned how you managed to get on a podcast beforehand, and that was a, yes. a way for to get recognized by influential people at WordCamp. Is that something? Something you did with the purpose of basically getting known ahead of WordCamp. How, how did that come about? That was more of a, one of my kind of go-to market approaches for the plugin itself. Again, with the band, you know, PR was a huge thing. Uh, you go to, you have magazines and you have radio stations. So I've been doing inter interviews for a long, long time. So I feel comfortable doing this already. I know that a lot of people, this is a bit of outside the comfort zone, even though it shouldn't, you know, you, you, we're just hanging out at, right now, you know, it's not the, not, nothing, uh, nothing more than just hanging out and talking to, to a new friend. Uh, and so that, that's, uh, that's the way I like to look at this. For me, it was just a, a way to, uh, to put the name of the product out there. As you can see, even when I'm doing these things, I do talk about the product, but, but it's not the focus. I try to just give value to the, the listeners and we kind of pick a topic that I can uh, feel confident talking about and share my knowledge. And, uh, and hopefully it will come back in the future in the form of uh, customers or collaborations or partnerships and all this kind of stuff. So that wasn't really a focused method of approaching WordCamp, just a great thing to do if you're selling products, basically. You now just finished WordCamp. You had your list. You had your 40 or 50 or so people. You, you came to WordCamp. You managed to speak to them. You know, you hopefully make an impression on them. What happens next? How do you maintain a relationship with these people now that you're not with them face to face? This is the hard part, actually, because uh, even if they, they don't want to talk to you when you're in front of them, they're not just going to turn away and start walking away, right? Uh, they're going to be polite and going to talk to you a little bit and then just not reply. Uh, so uh, so this is the tough part, making sure that you follow up and that you uh, uh, that you have something solid to offer. I think there was a, a talk, and this is another reason to go to WordCamp. Uh, I went to WordCamp in London just a few months ago, and there was a really interesting talk by Radost, who is the partnership manager for uh, SideGround. And she was talking about uh, partnerships in our ecosystem. And the way that she kind of solidified it is that she she broke it down to a few steps as to what you should focus on when you're approaching uh, people that are busy, you know. So you start by creating that connection in one sentence of uh, why they should care, basically. And then you um, tell them what you want straight away. And then you give a call to action of how you can make this happen. So that is the kind of format, one, two, three, uh, that you can... Uh, that everyone can use uh, to follow up in an efficient way. Uh, I think that most follow-ups uh, scramble or kind of fall between the cracks because there isn't a genuine thing to talk about. You know, it's just kind of like, a, yeah, let's see what's up, blah, blah, blah. No, I know what's I know what I want, and this is what I want. Do you want to do it or not? It's okay either way, but let's make a decision. I gave you the choice. So now that you're back from WordCamp Europe, yes, is there anything that you learned from the experience? Maybe something that really worked well, or something that didn't work well that you take into account for the next WordCamp you go to? I think the biggest thing is uh, don't buy a new pair of shoes two days before the event because you're gonna stand on it for twenty hours a day. Uh, that was the biggest mistake of the event uh, for me. 
and uh, in terms of uh, stuff that I I learned that I'm not gonna miss any other WordCamp Europe ever and this is the place to go to to kind of uh, create new relationships and meet the people uh, that you see through the screen for years you know uh, you see people's like little profile picture on Facebook groups and stuff like that and then they come to you in person and you actually get to talk to them and uh, and, and people come from all over the world that was uh, amazing for me I didn't get get to go into too many talks this time I was more like uh, just doing the hallway kind of uh, uh, method on this one and I think that was that was a, a proper way to do it. So now, for example, I came back from there and I straight away uh, got in touch with uh, WordCamp US and I offered to be a sponsor there. And I'm going to sponsor it, but I don't want to sponsor it with like a booth or something like that. Because what I noticed from some of my friends that that had that did sponsor and they had this kind of table. It confines you to an area and then you just stand there waiting for people to come to you instead of initiating conversations and jumping between different places and uh, and, and being being seen and, you know, and, and, and creating uh, conversations all over the place. So even though I'm going to sponsor them because I think that this is such an amazing thing for our community and maybe this is going to splash in a little logo on the website, I'm not going to stand in one place. That's a good realization from this because before I was like, right, next year I'm just going to get a proper stand and I'm going to have a TV showcasing my product and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But uh, it was actually so effective without this being able to jump from one stand to another. I'm not saying don't support them, uh, sponsor, but don't stand in one place. So are you going to sponsor them? You'll have your booth, but you'll make sure you're active, moving around as much as you can. Yeah, I don't think we're going to even have a booth. Uh, it's more going to be like as a kind of a logo on the website or something like that. Having a base gives you the excuse to stand there. You know, and, and when you stand next to a place and no one's coming, then that's when the phone comes out and you start looking into your Facebook feed and whatever, you know, and you have 3000 people around you that can each one of them can change your life if you do it right, you know. Besides WordCamp, you're obviously busy promoting WP Feedback as much as you can. Um, what other avenues have you found that have worked for you to give the plugin as much exposure as possible? Partnerships is the biggest thing. Partnerships are very hard in most industries, you know, because uh, people always look for their own agenda and their own kind of even uh, quote-unquote cynical agenda let's say but it, that's not the case here that's not the case with WordPress so so that's why it's such a smooth process to go through here and it's basically a matter of you know when I was going into it I was like okay I'm gonna offer them some money or I'm gonna offer them some percentage but most people that I talked to were like I love the product. I think it's a great fit for our customers and they want to provide value to their customers more than they want 10% of every sale, you know? Uh, so that's kind of the, um, the way to go about it. As long as you, whatever you're doing has a good product market fit and people want it, then partnerships is amazing. Not only with other products, but uh, with uh, influencers. So there are people that are doing like YouTube videos and there are people that are managing Facebook groups and each one have their own tribe. Uh, so having, uh, again, genuine relationships and genuine talks with people about how you can collaborate and how what you're offering can benefit their tribe was the best thing that we've done. Other than that, do remarketing on everything. You know, whenever someone visits the website, you got to have remarketing ads running on Facebook and on Google uh, just to drive people in. 
because people are just busy. And if they visit the website once, uh, it already means that they have some kind of an uh, of an interest in what you have to to say or what you have to sell. So uh, so just by reminding them at a later date, they're like, oh yeah yeah yeah, I forgot about this one, but I I, I did want to look into it. So that's a great great way to leverage uh, additional sales. What else are we focusing on at the moment? I really want to go into talks. Uh, actually, right after this conversation, I'm doing my first talk here in a meet in a WordPress uh, meetup in London, Cloudflare. They're hosting it in Cloudflare uh, here in the city. That's going to be my first experience actually delivering a proper talk with a presentation and so on. It's a little bit out of my comfort zone, but that's exactly the stuff I'm looking for, you know. There's no growth in the in the comfort zone. Whatever you're doing that is outside of it is is the base for growth. So I actively search for it. What can I do that I haven't done? What can I do that kind of scares me? And you know, and I was kind of conscious about my accent, if you will, if, if you will, you know, about maybe I'm making some grammatical mistakes and stuff like that. Uh, but screw it, you know, I, I have I have something to say. And I and I think that it's going to be really valuable to the 60 or 100 people that are going to be there uh, later today. I'll, I'm going to do it, you know, and I'm going to face it. And hopefully this is the first step into doing talks in WordCamps. Hopefully next year I'm going to do WordCamp Europe as a speaker rather than uh, an attendee. For your upcoming meetup, how did you get a chance to speak? Did you have to apply and send a pitch over? Uh, so I, first of all, I went as an attendee um, and spoke to people. And again, if people are looking for shortcuts right so sending an email if you haven't been to an event ever and it's it's in your hometown why why would you be chosen uh, over someone else uh, you know unless you have a bunch of experience and stuff like that uh, but uh, if you're if you're part of the community and you have something to share with the same community then it's a natural fit but you don't you don't want to chime in from outside you just want to be part of it you know i'm not speaking at them i'm speaking to them and with them you know we're, we're having this we're gonna have a discussion about this thing uh, so i just went to a few of them as i did in anyway and when i was ready i just uh spoke to the paul and dan the guys that are running this and said all right guys uh i want to talk when can we do this uh, they already knew me, so it was an easy thing, and they knew that I, I probably have some some interesting things to share because I did scale pretty fast. I went through this journey of freelancer agency product, uh, so uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's basically what the talk is about. So when you went to the organizers, did they ask you what do you want to talk about, and did you have to explain yes. to them what your what your speech would be? I did. They sent me like a form. They said like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Here is a form. So fill it out. Pretty much just the same way I did with uh, podcasts as well. What's you the know, and what's the form like? Is it just normal, basic questions about you, or does it ask for details of what you talk about? Right, there's two. There's you know technical t technical details, name, email, and so on. But then there's two stuff uh, in there in terms of uh, what are you going to talk about. Uh, so you got to say that and uh, a little bit about you. So you do like a uh, your your little uh, pitch of who you are, your author kind of your bio kind of uh, snippet. Yeah, and that's it. But and uh, but the reason why I created the talk that I'm going to talk about today is because I asked them, what do you guys want me to talk about? It was kind of stupid of them to say no <laughs> after they told me that this is what they want. So they told me that they want to do a little more on the business side and that uh, most talks are really, really technical and that sometimes scare people off. And so they, so they wanted to do something more about business. I said, perfect. Business is my my forte. So, uh, so I wrote something based on that. I thought it's going to happen in September. That's what they told me. But uh, they actually sent me a message the day after saying, uh, all right, 
right, let's do it in two weeks. How do you plan on reaching out to the 60 or 100 or so people, as you said, that will be there? Are you going to speak to them individually after you finish and try and maintain contacts uh, with them in the long term? How, how would you ultimately get them to potentially start using your plugin? So first of all, I'm going to give away these booklets uh, there as well. So uh, so that everyone has this uh, valuable information, first of all. And Is this your survey works. with the uh, data? Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you, you know, we do this stuff all the time within our ecosystem uh, for clients. Uh, you do like a bit of a, a book, an ebook, and you give it in return, in return of an email, right? And this, so has your, this has your logo and everything on it and exactly. details about your website as well. Exactly. Just a bit of a, a few screenshots or a few kind of mock-ups of how the plugin is used. That's just on the final page out of 24 pages, uh, just as a way to kind of uh, make this make sense for me as well, because do, uh, we do pay for these, these stuff uh, when we print them out. But more than that, we created a little form on our website and that uh, people can uh, go in, and I'm going to say this as part of the talk, they can go into this uh, little form, give their email, and they're going to get the presentation straight away. So I get their email, and that's an instant connection with them. They're going to go into a list, and then, you know, they're going to be nurtured uh, up the value ladder, as uh, as we like to call this, so that hopefully, if the product is a good fit for them, they'll come in as a customer. After this meetup, what are your plans over the next few months? Are you trying to attend as many meetups and WordCamps as possible? I know you mentioned WordCamp in, in the States as well. Have you got any others on the list? So there's one in August in uh, Brighton here in the UK. And there's another one in September uh, in Tel Aviv. And then there is that, that one in uh, November in, uh, in, in the States. Uh, so I think these are the three ones for the next quarter, let's say. I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do more than that, but I need to follow up. I have 40 people to follow up with and create some incredible, incredible partnerships as we're talking about right now. So this is going to be, you know, whatever happened in those three days would have taken me three years to get to, just to find these people and to get them to look them in the eye and, you know, and have a, a have a meaningful conversation with them that will uh, potentially lead to something bigger. So now the game is to execute, basically. It's been two and a half months. I yes. can't believe it's only been two and a half months and you've already got to this <laughs> position. What have you learned above all? <laughs> well, you said it felt like two years before, so yeah. it's, uh, it must have been very stressful these last couple of months. To be honest, you know, I was just waiting for the stress to kick in and but after doing client work for so many years client work is so stressful man it's crazy because uh, the expectations are so so high from every single customer that comes on board that was a lot more stressful than uh doing this this is a walk in the park you know i'm i'm, I'm just talking about a product that i love to people that i love to people that are me you know you you like i think that's that's one of the biggest thing here so when we're selling to customers, when we're selling websites or whatever kind of thing we're doing, in most cases, they're not you, you know, they're not, they, they it's not people you'd go out for a beer after you finish the project, you know what I mean? But uh, talking to other designers, other developers, other uh, uh, people that are within the space that has gone through that same uh, journey or that you can learn something from them, that they can learn something from you, uh, makes it so much just fun, you know? I'm just having a great time talking to, to all of these people and uh, and the fact that the product is successful at such an early stage um, just proves that that uh, I know what my problem is and I created a solid solution to tackle it for me and because the rest of the people are like me 
it makes sense. I understand. And yeah. um, this, I promise this is the final question. Um, yeah, for sure. Imagine that we were talking, you know, at WordCamp or at a bar and I came up to you and said, you know, Vito, look, I, I'm thinking of starting up my own plugin. Um, yes. Have you got any advice for me? What, what would be the first thing to enter your head that you think I need right. to remember or learn? Start a band. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Instead of going down the product route straight away, uh, you want to start with doing client work. You want to start with uh, building websites and serving people because products is very little about the actual function of the product the way I see it now it's a lot more about the service that you give to your customers and the experience that you create for them uh, so by building websites for other people you're kind of doing that same thing because what is a website it's a product right you build a, you build products basically every single month on an expedited process with time pressure on you with the clients breathing down your neck and this is like the best way to kind of uh, in, at least in my mind to dive into this process and learn how to run a high quality business. Because if you manage to do this, uh, even with a small amount of uh, customers and small amount of people on your team, once you do that transition to product, everything is so clear and so kind of like easygoing. We already have the support desk set up. We already know how to do that kind of stuff. Uh, we already know how to market because we marketed. Uh, we've seen our customers go to market with their ideas, with their products and with their kind of uh, uh, solutions. And we actually help them do it as well in terms of actual marketing. So it's like boot camp, you know, doing uh, running an agency is like boot camp for, for a product. So I think that would be my best advice. Don't try to skip steps because then it's just not going to work. Vito, uh, uh, you've given me more than enough of your time. I know how busy you are. I know you've got to prepare for a speech to 100 WordPress no, enthusiasts. Definitely so, uh, my pleasure. If um, anyone wants to find out more about your plugin, where, where could they head to? So it's wpfeedback.co. And I want to invite all of you to even join our community on Facebook, which is WP Feedback Community. Uh, that's where the action is. You know, you can see what other people are saying. And there's really, really interesting discussions in there. And uh, and people are passionately in love. I'm, I'm quoting when I'm saying that, uh, passionately in love with the, with the way that it uh, transformed their workflow and transformed the way that they serve their own clients. And if you want to reach out to me, that'll be on LinkedIn. Just search for Vito Peleg on LinkedIn. Vito, thank you again for your time and good luck with the plugin, which I've seen myself and it looks fantastic. And good luck with all the success I'm sure you're going to have in the future. Thanks a lot, Joe. It was definitely my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you to my guest, Vito Peleg. If you're interested in attending a future WordCamp, you can find the nearest one to you at central.wordcamp.org. And if you want to check out previous episodes of WordPress Marketing, head to wpml.org category slash WordPress marketing. I'm Joe Lobo, and I'll see you next time.